Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you... And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your time without What's up, fool? With Felipe Esparza and Rodrigo Torres. What's up? You didn't give him no yeah, man. Yeah, man. All I right. was going to go right next into it, dude, but I was waiting for a little a little pause, dog. People would have been texting already, man. What the fuck, Rodrigo dog? Later on the yeah, man. You know, man, every time they talk about that country being blown up, yeah, man, I always, think, I always, <laughs> I always laugh, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> people, there's a lot of POWs leaving yeah, man. And I went, yeah, man. It's getting fucked up at yeah, man. Yeah, man. I didn't even link that shit together. <laughs> yeah, man, dog. <laughs> so what's up, fool, man? How was your weekend? Good, dog. The fucking, uh, what's going yeah, on at the ice house? At the ice house, Jay London showed up? Jay London was there. How did he do it, bro? He did wonderful. Dude, that, fool, that fool was hilarious, dog. Everybody loved him? Oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> uh, people were tripping out going, I didn't even know who this homeless guy was. I thought you guys were pulling a prank on us, dog. <laughs> and then he was killing it, dog. Hilarious, fool. How did Pops do? Good, bro. Now that fool killed it too. That fool got a standing O by two chicks, dog. Yeah, really? They were standing up and leaving? <laughs> <laughs> they love that fool, dog. It was awesome. Well, I was over there in um, Orlando. Orlando. Orlando, Florida with Chris Torino. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here, bro. Very happy to be here, man. That was his first time ever in Florida. Oh, yeah, the whole state? Everybody thought he was Cuban with that big-ass nose. <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks like a little Cuban dog. He looks like a little Andy Garcia walking around. <laughs> he looks like a little croqueta dog. We went to a Cuban food. That one spot? Yeah, man. The old Cuban cafe? Old Cuban cafe. We had the little strong ass Cuban coffee with a lot of sugar in it. Oh, yeah, dude. Cortadito, coño, tú sabes. That should get you lit, dog. It's funny that when you go, when, you, when I go in there, you know, like other Cubans or other Latinos are in there, they see me walking in there, man, all jovial, you know, fucking happy, long hair motherfucker. They always stare, man, like, who is this fool? <laughs> who is this guy? But this is funny, on the way out, there was this Cuban lady, her car wouldn't start, like her body was dead, and she asked, her, you guys have cables, can you help us out? You know, Mexicans, Cubans, you know, can you help us out? Nobody had cables. But Andy, um, Adam Murray, the driver from Orlando, he had that um, the town car, the Orlando town car, which, by the way, somebody crashed it and somebody got fired for it. <laughs> but it was uh, the Orlando, t- the Orlando um, town car from the Improv, and we cho- the lady like we, we we put the cables on the lady's car and, uh, and we, we were revving it, but that shit wouldn't charge, right? So then um, Adam Murray had to do his redneck powers. <laughs> You know, from the south, and he put coke all over the battery, and then all that all that junk and that crud that was on the battery, the fucking coke ate that shit. Like we were trying to scrape it with um, whatever we had, Get you that know, shit off there? with a, whatever. She was a Cuban lady. She had, she had fucking like two knives. So, <laughs> so um, we were fucking trying to scrape that crud out of the battery, so there could be a charge. You know, she was not getting. She was not really. Her battery was not receiving the charge. Yeah, this show turned into a fucking auto, my auto mechanic show. But Smoke auto- checks too. Eh? Two, two Latinos talking about auto mechanics. That's crazy. That's hey, weird. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, I'm, I'm emailing uh, Al. He likes my photo. Should I say, um, I'm in the studio now, charming in for Felipe. He wants to do one, since I'm always alone, will we see a movie, then talk about it for with a meal, or you don't want me to mention it yet? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm down. Yeah. Or you want to do the, the thing with Marcella instead? Oh, no, no, that's a little bit more serious. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Cool, man. Yeah, the showrunner over here. <laughs> we got first only here in the corner. Oh, Nobody start, put Fred in the corner. Did you, did you start the thing yet? Yeah. No, we're starting, yeah. Oh, you started the podcast? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, it's so unofficial. <laughs> Oh, okay, cue the music. He's being fat, ugly, and mean. I'm sorry. This is okay, because usually it's people talk, no, save it. My podcast should be called Save It for the Podcast. But I like the way you chimed in. You have a laptop open. Your legs are crossed very casually. You got your glasses, but you were looking at us like kind of over your glasses. You know, I'm being a hypocrite because I'm finishing an email. Basically... I go to my friend's house because I got rid of cable, you know, to be cheap, and I watch The Walking Dead or something, and it's their house, and I, get off- and I get offended, <laughs> or better call Sal, that they're sitting there watching with laptops, not paying attention, it's their house, and it doesn't matter. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Why do I get annoyed if someone, they're allowed to watch a, a, a Walking Dead with their laptop open and looking at eBay and Facebook? Yeah. So I'm that guy. All right. This is your session. Look, when you were talking right now, I was doing the Sudoku puzzle. So I apologize <laughs> for, <laughs> for splitting my attention. So again, I guess I didn't hear the opening music. So I apologize. I thought I was so dookie. <laughs> 
I never do those puzzles, man. But you know what? Every time I'm on a plane and like there's like so, somebody good looking sitting in the middle seat, and I, and then like she's she's just going through her phone and know that she's a businesswoman and she's good looking. <laughs> a businesswoman. I, I, I busted a Sudoku um, puzzle and I and I put all the numbers on it. I did it real fast. Like I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, this motherfucker's smart over here. <laughs> the trucker hat would not tell her anything different. Yeah, man. This is the first time I actually wear a trucker hat. Normally, I let the, I let all the hair out, but um, since they're taking photos, i got to promote my our, our What's Up Food podcast has uh, for $20 right now. I and, like it. And most of the money will go for drugs and alcohol. <laughs> so the money will stay in the community. Most likely La Puente... <laughs> <laughs> where most of the li- our listeners come from, you know. Yeah, There's man. a lot of uh, truck drivers oh, out there. Oh, this is why Felipe invites me now. Oh, and yeah. those edibles? Yeah. Mm. Give me one, dog. You know, well, I don't understand edibles because you eat them, you get high, right? And then you just want snacks. So yeah, then you're more eating s- more edibles. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And it's that. a vicious circle. That would happen to me when I... Um, we made some fruity pebble edibles at the house, and I ate two of them, and I was so stoned. Then I ate two more. Right. You get stoned longer and different. Wow. Yeah, those black and white cookies used to be so good. Yeah, you're right. You have the munchies and you eat more. That's how they get you. Yeah. Yeah. Stoners are turning into capitalists. Then you take a three-hour nap. (laughs) There's a woman in Florida. Somebody told me that she bakes a bunch, a bunch of edibles like at her house. You know, she has cancer or something. And she, she just goes from bar to bar selling them. Bomb ones or what? What? Yeah. Just cookies and shit? Cookies. But she tells people. She tells people. Okay. She, no, she goes to the bar. I got edibles. That's smart. It's funny, man. Like Mexican ladies, they go bar to bar selling tacos. This white lady sells edibles. <laughs> there used to be a lady in my neighborhood who used to sell donuts, dog. Donuts were good? Yeah. I robbed the donut lady one time. <laughs> Why would you do that? So easy, dog. I don't know, man. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> She's going into Reverse our neighborhood, taking our money, and doesn't even live in our neighborhood. None of that money is going to go back to us. So, um, <laughs> she, just, she was um, taking a dozen donuts upstairs, and then I saw that I saw her little push cart, and I opened a box, and I just took one out and just ran. Oh, out. you took a donut. Uh, with a whole box. Okay, not a dozen, money. You a didn't dozen. take money. No, I took a dozen donuts. <laughs> well, okay, you took from the poor and you gave to the hungry. It's a different kind of. Uh, yeah, I was Robin hungry. <laughs> Robin in the hood. So, what's up, fool? We got Kira Sultanovich right here. What's happening? Hello, Kira? fools. What's up, fool? You know Did the I say one? that appropriately? Yeah. Yes. You did the Boston Comedy Festival with me and Rodrigo, me and um, Gabriel Iglesias once. Yes, a long and time Pablo ago. And Pablo Francisco was hosting. But do you know when I first, first, first met you? I think we might have talked about it on my podcast. It's the Montreal Comedy Festival. No, sir. It was somewhere in an area code that has like, it wasn't even like 909. It was like 0801. You had to dial 00 to get out. It was like international. I'd never even been to this little city way inland. Where is that? And we did a Mexican restaurant together a long ass time ago. That was the first time we ever met. met. Was in San Bernardino with Sebastian Satina? Somewhere, yeah, somewhere deep in inland empire. Yuma? Yeah. <laughs> Blythe. Blythe, maybe. ZZXYZXY. Off going up to Vegas. Wow. Damn. No, but it was like this little restaurant. It was all Latino comics and me. Shalom. And uh, that's the <laughs> first you know, time I um, met you. 
Did you know a guy named Steven Fly, by the way? No. You don't know him? Because he no. had a room out there, too. I thought maybe he booked you or Edwin, someone, a yeah, Filipino. It might have been Edwin, yeah. But that's the first time I met him. Because they had a room called Casa Latina. Uh, it it might have been that. And everybody, and it was like 18 and over club, but everybody needs to get fucked up. Yes. And it was dark. And it, it was me? dark. And I remember you going up on stage and I just was staring in disbelief <laughs> because you were so funny. That's a given. But also the way you, I don't know, you just, you stood out immediately. Like I remember you were kind of trying to make eye contact with the audience and you were telling them, you're like, hey, fool, stand still. And he was like, I'm just sitting here. You're like, oh, shit, I guess that's me. Like, you, you were wobbling, but you thought they were moving around. It was amazing. Or doing the waltz. Yeah, you were. You the, the box step on stage. The old one, too, you know? Oh, Casa Latina, man. Was it Casa Latina? Yeah, man. It was fun. It was great. I was no the first matter, time I met you. No matter how many people were there, they still had the budget. <laughs> right, right. I used to always make jokes about that club because that club is. I used to say, man, you guys, you guys weren't here on Sunday morning. On Sunday morning, man, they got um illegal immigrants over here cra- crushing coca leaves in the back. <laughs> <laughs> the processing plant. This shit. place is double as a quinceanera and a Mexican chunky cheese. <laughs> that place, there used to be a trailer park where people lived across the street. That's where Yuck Yuck lived. Yuck Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> There used to be a guy that used to live, like, there was a trailer park family, a bunch of trailer park, and um, truck drivers used to just, like, it was a truck driver motel, and that was a clientele, that and bikers, and there used to be this guy who was, he was not mentally um, There was something, there was something off a screw loose somewhere He was a screw loose, he was a 25-year-old guy living with his mom, and every time he liked a joke, he would go, ooh, ooh! (laughs) I was hoping I would bomb when he was there, man. <laughs> he was there every day. The, the promoters would let him in every day. He was like the rain man of the comedy <laughs> show. He memorized everybody's joke verbatim. Yeah, yeah. Verbatim. Like, like he'll be talking to somebody while you're while someone's doing a show, and they'll turn around you, and they go, and then he said that I'm going down the street, and go, ah. <laughs> and he would say it in the comedian's voice that he would do it, too, so it's almost like an impression, dude. That you ever been fun. heckled really bad? Like, when you say, God damn, these hackers are good. <laughs> Can I ask Kara something? Yes, sir. I don't, now this is going to come off, I don't know if uh, stereotypically, or, no, no. Women probably don't get heckled like men do, I'm guessing, because it's not nice. And people, uh, is, is that true, do you think? Uh, I, I, I don't think that they get heckled like men, but they get heckled just as often, if not okay. more. I mean, I've seen uh, people very courteous mm-hmm. and uh, listening to every dude on stage. And the minute I get on stage, they decide to chat and talk to me. And Chatting shit is up. different. I read- no, no, no. Not like chat between each other. Like to me. I see. Like chime in chat or say something. Chat. Yeah, chime in or chime say in something. And I've even mm-hmm. said sometimes to audiences like, there really? There have been five <laughs> dudes before me. And you guys, no one had anything to say, and now I'm up here, and all of a sudden, do my nipples look like, you know what I mean, a stereo? Like, mm-hmm. you have to talk you're, into you're it? You're a woman. You do your job, girl. I know, right? <laughs> you know, I you know. fuck this, girl. See, you do your job. heckling is better. I hate that chime Rather than shit. them just talking amongst themselves, because you, you want it where they say, out of there, you go. Mm-hmm. You, and you go the there, Seinfeld guy. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's chiming in. I hate when people chime in like that. Like, yeah. you're talking, trying to do a joke, and you go, and then you get like a, like a black woman or an older woman. Mm-hmm. You go there, child, Seinfeld guy. That's what I'm there. saying. That's what I'm saying, man. You do, you, right. do, you do your thing. Right. But I'm talking <laughs> about when only no. you can hear them, and it's distracting yes. for you. And they got it. You'd rather have someone go, hey, you suck, and then you could say something you back. You can address opposed, it. Yeah. yeah. I did a gig where it was a huge Ooh. ballroom, which right away tells you this is Touch not going to go well. <laughs> But everyone's sitting around like those round bar mitzvah tables. You know what I mean? Like right away, you know, this is going to go down poorly. And people in the back, way back, they don't know in the front, this chick is chatting with me the entire time. And she had this terrible camel toe. Oh. And I said, you could see it? I could huh. see it. It was it. awful. It was. It looked like a hand puppet. Like it looked like a Muppet was coming Give out of her mic. pants. And so I, you know, she's yelling stuff out and interrupting the show constantly. And I said, ma'am, I can't focus on you when your vagina looks like it's talking to me. And I said, please spare your pants and pull them sock in it. out of your body. But nobody, but nobody could hear her in the back of the room. So they just thought I was being mean to this woman's right. vagina. Right. And I try to like repeat things that she's saying so they know she's saying something exactly. to me. It doesn't matter. If they're in the way back of this ballroom, I just look like a douche. Exactly. I know, man. Meanwhile, be, you look at that muffin top right here. <laughs> I wish it looked like a muffin. And then, and then everybody, less, sorry, it's tough it. because you're trying to mess with this lady. Everybody in the ballroom is not even watching our show, thinking about man. I'm gonna take this flower arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> this I is the, salt at the this is the simple rule with hecklers. If the crowd is on your side, then you could say anything. You know what I mean? Hey, right. da, 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 shut up. And they applaud if you're killing if If they're not, yeah. Can I tell you what happened also That's that same place. gig? The cordless mic kept going out. Oh, oh man. So I would have a comeback to what she said, but nobody could hear Burr. it. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. Tell them about, about Johnny, that guy Johnny. Johnny Juan. Johnny Juan. Dude, there's an old school club, a little another room like Gata Latina and Rosemead. And, um, Cisco did it, huh? Yeah, that was his room. And there was a dude that used to live inside of his truck. He was a handyman. <laughs> a little Mexican dude. His, his, his little vet. truck was a little house house. Yeah, dude. And if one of those campers that had a door in it, yeah. old school and shit. And um, he would go to this Johnny club Wad was and drink name. Bud Light. Every, and he would be really cool. He'd love the comedians there. But there was one comedian he didn't like. He saw what a lot of people don't see about this per- particular comedian, that he was full of shit. <laughs> so he's on stage and yeah, bro. Everybody give it up for all the powerful Latinas in the house, bro. Well, this fool had one of those things to have a stadium, you know. Right, right, right. Air, so, air horn? Yeah, air exactly. Horn. Wow. So all, air horn? Yeah, bro. So give it up for the powerful Latinas, and right away that fool's all. <laughs> you got to cut this out, bro. This is a professional. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, bro. Please, just give me. <laughs> Are you going <laughs> to. Bro, let. <laughs> I've been trying to look for this guy since that day, and I haven't found Johnny Wong. Wherever you're at, come out of the woodwork so we can get this fool wherever he's at. <laughs> if you're listening right now, man, just put your burr out the window. <laughs> Give me a little burr. So that was awesome. He used to fuck. He heckled the fuck out of that dude. 
Well, the, <laughs> the, he didn't even give him a set. Those air horns will eventually run out of pressurized whatever's Brr. in there. So <laughs> it just goes, and then it's just, and then it's a goat. I was going to say, as far as the heckling, though, I've seen women comedians get harassed on stage. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, opposed to it doesn't happen to a dude because he's a big dude yeah. or, like, you know, whatever. But if women could go somewhere weird in her set where it's not getting laughs or whatever, she can be susceptible to that harassment. Immediately. And gang harassment, too. And a slew of dudes yeah. if there's, like, four or five guys on the same lineup and they, you know, they could bomb. They could stink up the place. Like, and nobody will say anything to them. Like the, la- like the last comedian could be talking about short men, right? And then like she will, she'll come back and literally just talk about short men too. But 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 now when she's saying it, it sounds like a Nazi guy talking about now. Jews. Well, let me. Tell they you. hate it when you do it, huh? What when I talk? When you, say, say 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 you bash men. Yeah. Say you talk about short men. But when you do it, it's more hurtful than right. when a man does it. Right. Huh? I went and did an improv show recently. All the guys on stage, somehow, miraculously, they all talked about pussy. Damn. I can't believe it. Who would do that on stage? <laughs> so every every guy, and it was some of it was like really filthy from people that from comics that we know and love, lots of TV credits. They don't have to just yeah. talk about pussy, pussy, pussy. Right. So I get on stage. All I did was. A joke about having a baby, which coincidentally comes out of your anally. It's ass. ass. The answer is ass. But no, but you know, I I talked about having a baby and this guy comes up to me, this audience member after my show and he goes, hey, that was really funny. I just wish you didn't talk about your vagina so much. You wish I didn't talk about my vagina so much? He gave you the... One joke and all the guys talked about pussy all night but because I talked about having a baby which biologically happens I'm Catholic come on <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah it's 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 a double standard that really sucks and I don't know if it'll but, ever but all, go away what I was tr- also thinking is like if a black guy is on stage and it's not a black club people may feel uncomfortable heckling him because you know the elephant in the room and I thought the same thing with women am I making any sense are you saying like, I'm fat no. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? That too. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's, you can't. I can do one too. No, there's no elephant in the room. That's elephant. I thought I was making sense. <laughs> Meaning, That's good. you know, you're <laughs> racist if it's a black or Latino. You can't heckle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's. I'm not making any sense. No, you are. Because okay. you're looking at my tits. I get All it. All right. <laughs> so you're pregnant. You're yes, lactating? I am. It's a mess. You breastfeed? Do you know what my nipples look like right now? First of all, the one on the right looks like it's melting. Like, like baby was, bottles. Like it was left in my car on a hot day and half of it is melting. I'm not kidding you. What happened? Well, you've seen pregnant titties. They're crazy looking. They get very aggressive. The milk and tastes very, good. The milk tastes good? You put it in that strong Cuban coffee. Yeah, man. My mom used to put it in her refried beans. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I belong to all these like mommy boards, right? It. Anything that your kid is experiencing, you know, my kid fell down and, and knocked his front tooth out. There's always that crunchy mom. Just put some breast milk on it. Everything is put some breast milk on it. So you're it. part of the Leche group. The Leche League. They, the they Leche had to, League. I had to get jumped in. 
<laughs> they beat you with their, 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 they squirt out milk at you. You know, I did La Leche League. I got kicked out. Can I tell you why? Why? Okay, so I'm a comic, so we sometimes don't edit ourselves. Some people who was La Leche League, there's a lot of people out there who don't even know what ERA is. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> your listeners know what Leche is. But they don't know what the league is. The league. <laughs> the Liga. The La Leche League is a breastfeeding organization where you go and, and you... And I'm all for breastfeeding, man. Yeah. I practice all the time, man. Absolutely. You should. Practice makes perfect. I and creep women out when I used to have sex and I used to suck their breast because I would just lay on the side and just pull their hair like this, like a baby. <laughs> you know, twerkle their hair and then spank and it a little bit. And then you'd shit your pants and, and then she'd look you. at me and I'd smile. <laughs> Yeah, I'm into that, man. Yeah, I just want to be. Oh, I just want to be a baby. Babyism. It's important. <laughs> and you like I, breastfeeding, Fred huh? Stoller. Breastfeeding. You breastfed the kid? I don't think so. You want to breastfed? <laughs> I was breastfed through a straw. I don't think so. Yeah, who did that joke? Uh, oh, Rodney? Ron Dangerfield. <gasps> Rodney. Yeah, I don't think I was. It's it's a long Doctor Jew story with my babyhood. Oh, Drew, you were breastfed? Yeah, I was breastfed. Yeah, of You're course all you happy, were. all big. I don't know, man. I think I kids who are breastfed are jovial, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they're just happy, bro. I don't know. Well, because breasts are funny, so they're always in your face, and it just puts a smile on your face. <laughs> I don't understand how kids, you know, like on Oprah, they would say they were breastfed to six. Who the fuck? Breastfed to six. <laughs> what did you bring for lunch? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> The craziest. Oh my God, dude. Did you ever see Al Lubell's one man show? Mm hmm. Yeah. He, his mother wiped him until he was like 12 or 14. Yeah, which is. I knew that. Weird. Uh, she also had yeah, carpal tunnel, you but know? That was after, yeah, exactly. After <laughs> masturbating. Why does he need that? Just get some tissues. He told me, ah, wipe me. It's where he did this one man show, <laughs> and, he's, and he's saying, after I would make, like he can't say go to the bathroom. That's tacky, but you could talk about your mother wiping you. So you were 12. Why would he even admit to that? Like that's, I mean, it's funny, it's great, but wow, that's something that... Because it's something we're talking about. It's nuts. Yeah, it's it's, definitely worth talking uh, about. Something, he, he, uh, do you know Al, obviously? Yeah, yeah, I just saw him actually recently. Only in this business, I say, could someone like me call someone else a character? And he, (laughs) he once told me the story about some guy when he was 12 or 14, like was blowing him and he tricked him into it. He goes, don't tell anyone. I went, all right. Then the next thing he's on stage telling the story. So Again, why would you? Because <laughs> it's so perverse. It's, yeah. Was he making it's, it's, it at the same not time? Bland, he was making, uh, damn. The, the guy it's wiped him. It's not bland stuff on stage. It's, it's just perverse, yeah. It's hot. Anybody else yeah, turned on a little bit? Yeah. Hell no. I feel no? like making right now. <laughs> But, I feel like taking a shower uh, now. So what's up, fool? You were in Montreal in 2004. We met there. Was it 2004? Yeah. No, Five? 2005. Five. I flaked on you and Pat Buckles. Well, we bought you a shirt. That's right. <laughs> he, you brought like one shirt. Yes, one shirt, man. That's all I needed, man. It's going to be two shows, so two pairs of pants. <laughs> <laughs> in case you make. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And That's then, funny, man. The, those times I ran into you there and in Boston, went to, I was like fucked up, man. I don't know if the love, if the love is mutual, but I've always been secretly not in like a. I don't want to wipe your ass after yeah. or after we make, but <laughs> there is something about you that I secretly, really deeply love, like on a cellular level, like cellular in, Hello, yeah, yeah like inside <laughs> my pancreas, it goes deep. 
I don't know Deep. what it is. You're like a love scalpel. I don't know what it is. I can't <clears throat> describe it. Has anyone else ever said that to you, or is it just me? Not, not, not in that way. <laughs> I'm no? like George Costanza growing you, Costanza. <laughs> Revelation, man. So you used to write for Joan Rivers? Yeah. How you get that gig? Cool gig. Let me tell you, that was one of the scariest gigs ever because I wrote You saw her without makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she the real looking, Dr. Death. Let me tell you, I did see her a couple times without makeup. It is quite startling. Like E.T. with a wig? Yeah. You, know, you, need, you need someone to wipe your ass after because you do shit your pants a little bit. But another thing is... She would sleep. With her she eyes would open. Sleep. No, she would sleep with full makeup. <laughs> oh my god! And we'd have to go to her hotel room before we would shoot wherever we because it was a, a location show. So we would like travel all the time, and her makeup artist would put makeup on her while she was still sleeping. Which I heard is very common. I heard like Paris Hilton does that and a couple other Kardashians. And next we're going to embalm this bitch. Wow. I know. You shouldn't speak about the dead. But I'm not saying anything bad. I'm going to brush my teeth and pee for me when I'm asleep. <laughs> they, they, they have those porno things I, I, someone told me about, you know, the free porno sites. And they have all these things. And there's a fetish thing where, uh, you know, a guy having sex with a woman who's sleeping. And she pretended. No, I saw that one. It's called rain. That's like the makeup. How do, you, how do you sleep or how does a guy have sex with you? You know. Oh, when you're married, that's easy. Really? Or oh, do you pretend yeah. you're sleeping? So no, you I'm sleeping. To... Really? Yeah, I'm so exhausted. You've had sex where you're asleep and you don't, and you don't wake up. <laughs> the mother fool shows up, what up? <laughs> oh, you're kidding. So they'll put her makeup on while she's sleeping to yeah. get her ready? That's what she wanted? Just to give her more time to rest. Because she, Damn. I don't know if you ever saw her documentary, but all of that was very true. And she was a workaholic obsessed with working she was constantly traveling if she wasn't shooting something she was on a plane to go and shoot something if she wasn't shooting that then she was on a plane to new york to go perform constantly working so for her to get an extra hour of sleep while her makeup artist you know retouches her was i'm sure very valuable but weird because you would show up to her hotel room and they're just like you know applying blush and you're like, should I leave right now? They're like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. She's sleeping. She's not gonna wake up. Bizarre. But it was a they, cool. They play that song from with about a rough to here, a rough to here, a rough to us, and that's how well we do it here in a very old land of ours. Yes, good, good. She was getting her her paws done like the cowardly lion, and still think of funny shit, huh? And um, every week, the other writer. So there's always two of us, right? And uh, we would write jokes on the spot. It always had to be just improvised off the top of our heads. The other writer would get fired every week. So I always assumed, well, this week it's me. And somehow I survived the entire season. I don't know how. But every week I'd have to see a new dude. Like your like, oh, hey, welcome. <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, I'm excited to, to be part of the, the, you know, the crew and the family. And I'm like, you're not going to be here in five days. Unless you want to do then, her makeup. And then... <laughs> And then next week, it'd be somebody new. It was a trip. I, I'm also a, a mortician, by the way. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Well, so why would they get fired? The jokes were whack, or, or they were just she had enough. She had a very specific way of doing things, and I, after a while, thought that she just hated me because, look, when you've been in this business for what was she like thirty years more, you know, uh, like six, yeah, fifties. She has a way that she likes things, and she wanted jokes pitched to her in a certain way, and then the next week she would decide she wanted jokes on a cue card, and then the week after that she wanted you to whisper the joke in her ear, like. <laughs> It was always different. I'd have been my makeup. And, and you know, you just had to kind of go with the flow. And, and if you didn't deliver, I think she just wasn't into you. Damn. So it was a, yeah. But yeah, it was I'm also a really cool gig because if Joan <laughs> Rivers did laugh at something you pitched her, then you were like, all right, I guess I won't quit comedy. <laughs> did she ever tell you any crazy stories like hanging out with Richard Pryor? She had crazy stories about everybody. Darling. Everybody. Well, she would hang out, though, right? Like, like the only oh, chick with the guys, huh? Oh, absolutely. After shows and have coffee. And not only the comedians, musicians. You know, she'll talk about, like, she's like, you know Cher has testicles, right? Like, she would know stories. What's up with that one, huh? What's up with those testicles? She would know stuff. She knew She knew a lot of stuff. And, and she talked about it on stage, so... Damn. I don't think she ever really cared that she was speaking out of school. She was fun. She was really fun. So she was always touring with, with her daughter, always there on the side? No, no. I didn't, I didn't see her once. She loved her daughter, huh? Loves, loves, and her grandson. Remember one time on the, com- on the, on the comedy Rose, Greg Geraldo made a joke about her daughter, yeah. and then she, she got hurt. Yeah. Well, gr- you know, Greg, he was always spot on. A lot of his jokes left a little mark. Because they could sting because he was so funny and he wrote so well. So, yeah, it was like he compared her daughter to, I forgot what the joke was, but I think it was like a horse face or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, not not nice. Definitely not nice. Something um, to giddy up about. How many years did you write for Joan Rivers? Just one season on a show called How'd You Get So Rich? Oh. Where she would go to people's houses all across our fair land and ask them, how the fuck did you get rich? Like they would have like seven Lamborghinis outside of their front door in this, you know, estate in the middle of Georgia. Give us some Joan Rivers, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I I I was in my mind just trying to think how she would talk. I I always know she says that word darling and everything. It was so rich, darling. Yeah, I mean, and you know, she had this way of just cutting to the chase. And they'd say, well, I made some investments. No, fucking don't tell me investments. How did you get so rich? I'm a makeup artist. Uh, how, come, <laughs> how come nobody could follow her on a red carpet? I know. What's up with that? She had that special thing, and that's what was so... And she was good and hardcore. I think the the last person I was on, she just couldn't make fun of those people because she wanted to be with people. Oh, Kathy? Yeah. Kathy, yeah. yeah. I think she wants to be in that crowd, so she don't right. want to make fun of her too much because I want to be there one day. Yeah. As Joan Rivers has been around for 45 years in right. comedy. She don't care about that crowd. I've been there. I've been in that crowd. I've been yeah. out of that crowd. I don't need to be there no more. Right. I'm my own person. Yeah. I got nothing to lose pretty, pretty much. What would you do if someone like uh, said something to you on the red carpet or made fun of you or, or let's say you were the butt of a joke? It, shouldn't be, it, could, it wouldn't be as worse as the stuff I read when I was on Last Comic Standing. <laughs> Oh no, you read comments? Why would you do that? I'm going to bring my state. Everybody goes through that. Ask Cristela Alonso. You know, everybody goes through that. So one day you, you grew up and you know what? I'm going to stop emailing this lady over and over from different computers. <laughs> you know? You fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I Which- can't believe the story Mexican video this far. Then I said, yeah, motherfucker, I know I got your URL. I, I figured that shit is. 
I know your laptop is hanging out somewhere in Norwalk. I'm going to find you, motherfucker. That's that Starbucks, motherfucker. dog. Have you seen that movie Taken? I'm going to find you. <laughs> Liam Neeson over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, my so, God. So, so, yeah. Which one stuck with you? Because I know there's one that just has stuck with you, even though you know. Probably the ones that got stuck with me with the most are the ones that my stuff already, my dad already had told me before. <laughs> Like if anybody mentioned like something about something that my diary is that you stuttering piece of shit, anything more like that, you know? But you don't stutter. Do you stutter? No, but growing up, I used to. But but see, I know that this this person watched the show closely. Right. Like people listen. Like the way people listen to this podcast closely and go. Maybe they were. Maybe they were a linguist. You know, I was on Last Comic very very briefly. I didn't make it to the final whatever ten. What year? Uh, season four when Josh Blue won. But I was like sequestered in the hotel, you know. Oh, and, uh, you. and I made the mistake and I've never read a comment since. I have never read a comment since. Um, I made the mistake of reading them and someone wrote, don't worry, you'll never hear of Kira Sultanovich again. And she spelled your name right? Yes, they did, And you're going to hear about it again. <laughs> <laughs> but that one stuck with me. I was like, motherfucker. Fuck. As golden as internet is, it's still dark and. How about you, dude. fool? You read <laughs> last some week, huh? Bad shit on there. I read one an hour dude, ago. There, there was a fool that said, "Oh yeah, yeah it's an awesome podcast," but that fool's laugh and it has an emoji with a head and a gun to it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the old ass, uh, those uh, that all oh, those old ass local you comedy got free <laughs> That's funny. An emoji with I, a gun to I, the head. I, I, I didn't even know they had that emoji. Yeah, fool. And then the other one, remember for local comedy jam, I used to do like a Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern get deported bit or whatever. Fuck, some Middle Easterners wouldn't, oh, oh, I don't know, Arab folks or you know whatever went off on me. This fat, stupid Mexican doesn't even know what's going on, like shit like that. It's like what the fuck, bitch? I ain't that fat. <laughs> But you know what? You have a great laugh, especially for a comic <laughs> to laugh. Like so many comics withhold their laughter. You know, they're like virgins on prom night where they're like, I'm not going to give it up. <laughs> they're holding in a dab hit, dog. <laughs> yeah, but you give it up. And I love that. You're like the whore of comedy with your laugh. Like you'll just get. But isn't that awesome? You need more action. Eh? That's what I'm saying. But I like that as a comic. When I hear that laugh, it's that's it for me. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take off clothes. Like that is uh, that's foreplay for me. Dang. No, am I wrong? Like, don't you love someone with an amazing laugh where you're like, oh my god, yeah, I have a half I was, chug. When I was in Pittsburgh. The guy that I gave us a ride back to the hotel from downtown on Uber. This guy had his crazy laugh, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, um, then he just, we just were making up laugh. He goes, you know what? This ride is on me. And he, he gave us a ride for free. I said, you know what, man? You want free tickets to a comedy show? And he showed up and he had, he showed up with his <laughs> laugh. <laughs> the best. The best. Look, my husband has a few good qualities. Oh, you're married? Sorry, Rodrigo. <laughs> Sorry, Rodrigo. Lo siento. My husband. <laughs> One of my husband's qualities that I was like, I, I might have to just marry this dude right now, was when I make him laugh, it's like he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And that is so, I mean, look, that's the best thing you can do for a comic is that you laugh at their jokes, number one, when you're in a relationship with them. Like they, you entertain them. That's important. But his laugh, like I wanted it to get to a place where he just, he couldn't breathe. And I was like, yes. Shit, I'll yes, tell the motherfucker Joe what he's eating. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that's the best to me. 
You know, I've dated guys where you know you're having a good time riffing, making jokes, whatever, cracking jokes about whatever's happening, and they are withholding. They're like, they're not going to give it up. And you're like, fuck you. I'm not going to give it up then. Have you made your dates laugh, Fred? <laughs> trying to think of the last date. <laughs> Blurry visions yeah. over here. Come on, But you, you've been us. out with a girl that you crack a joke or you say something funny and Just she laughs. Just want someone to get you, yeah. yeah well, I'll have the other thing. I have to admit my sense of humor, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I, I, I've said things like, uh, I was, when I first moved to L.A., I was talking to this woman, yeah, I, I got a desk and some furniture because, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be like Tom Selleck. She goes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just said something nonsense. And you went, uh-huh. <laughs> Where's the mustache, Fred? Where's the mustache? So my, my sense of humor makes no sense. So That's sometimes funny, though. I, I can't get annoyed if they they go, uh-huh. Imagine this fool trying to walk like Tom Selleck, dog. Or, That's funny. Or on Facebook, I'll you, say... If you would have did a karate move like that guy on the, the show, I would have died, dude. Or or I'll say something on Facebook totally ridiculous. Need a red card. Like, you know, I, I was uh, my therapist was texting during sessions and goes, Hey, get get a life and people I just a dumb joke and people go, That's so unprofessional, you should report him. <laughs> so <laughs> most people don't get me. So you know what kind of girl you need? You do that Tom Selleck riff where you're like, Yeah, I'm trying to be like Tom Selleck and she laughs and she goes, Yeah, and then you'll get a helicopter. Like you want someone to add. Yeah, you want someone to get you. Get but you, I'm hard to then, get. Oh, because, but- I, like I said, on Facebook, I'll just say ridiculous things. Like, you know, I, I broke up a, sh- a fist fight because people were arguing if, uh, you know, David Robinson will make the Hall of Fame and I got punched trying to break it up. They go, Fred, you know, stay away when people are, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, the joke the is David Robinson is <laughs> going to make the Hall of Fame. Right. You know, or, and so, yeah, or, uh, one time I did this thing where I went to La Jolla and went, La Jolla is so great. Why the fuck would anyone go to Hawaii? La Jolla is closer. It's better than Hawaii. People go, you're wrong. And someone was showing me pictures. So my sense of humor. Yeah. It's, you got to, when you find that person, you got to literally like lock oh, yeah. her up in just, your basement. Just, just lock them Do up. Do not yeah. let them go. If someone gets It's so important. Yep, yep. And that's why, like, you ever notice, you guys are good comedy friends, right? Like, when you meet that other comedy friend that you can riff with and they get you, they don't try to, like, squash your humor so that they can feel better about themselves. They lift you up so everyone is having a good time and everyone's, like, just fucking around back and forth. That, to me, like, comedy friendships, when they work like that, are so golden. That's why we love our friend Flacco. He was 100 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why. Morphous in disease. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate, people don't get me when they say I'm mean. Marfins. Like, I'll tape a phone call with my mother and I make something ridiculous up. You're mean. No, it just makes it easier to talk to my mother. So that's when they really don't get me, when they're calling me mean. So you're on Tonight Show? I didn't know that. You you were a voiceover or? Yeah, you did. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't you? You dropped me off once. Yeah. No. (laughs) No, I did it for eight eight years. I was on the Tonight Show. What? Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, did a cool job with Jay Nice. You know, Jay is very nice. Um, sometimes you you think there's no way this guy could have such a good memory because he meets hundreds of people a day. There's no way. But one day I'll just see him and he'll like remember my kid's name and say, "Oh, isn't he like almost two? His, his birthday's coming up." 
And I'm just like, what the fuck? Does Either you have an amazing assistant that like whispers in your ear. You know what I mean? Or you remember shit. <laughs> How do you remember? Hey, little, eat a lot of carrots. You know what I'm amazed by? Like Steve Buscemi was on Gilbert <laughs> See, See, you love his laugh, but sometimes it's not even a joke. Well, I said laugh- Steve Buscemi. Did I say it wrong? No, no, no. no. We went from Leno to Buscemi. No, <laughs> no he, he was on uh, Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, and I starred with him, and he was just mentioning names like, me, Carol Siskin, Steve Middleman. And you Steve go, there's Middleman. a guy that since he did stand up. Steve Middleman done... at the poor man Jeffrey Ross, right? And Steve no. Middleman doesn't insult people. No, he's very different. He, yeah. he, he looked like him, doesn't he? I think you're being anti Semitic right I now. I think you're thinking of someone else. <laughs> They're both Jews. <laughs> Middleman. So, so you go, this is, you know, Buscemi's been on a billion sh- movies. How does he, in his brain, you know, he's been, you know, Samuel Jackson, production assistants. How does he remember these comics <laughs> right. from 40 years ago? Right. Yeah. And then you're, you're impressed because you're thinking, wow, did I make an yeah. impression like that? Or are they just having some sort of a beautiful mind, you know, kind of Rain Man type of you, moment? You, know, you, you, you think, like, well, I'll meet someone that, yeah, is very famous. I'll, I'll start, let's say, start with someone who's now very famous. And you go, how did they remember that? Because, you know, you think in their brain, you know, they forget right, stuff. Right. And they, you know, been on movie sets. But then Jay also is known to do... For denim shirts. Yes, he is. He has stock <laughs> in denim. denim. Does anybody ever pass by him and go, denim, denim, denim. <laughs> denim, denim, denim. Denim, denim, denim. I have said, which I'm sure he's heard a lot. You know, I would see him at rehearsals, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, new shirt!" And it's the same. <laughs> it's the same shirt, and he'll laugh. He'll laugh. I'm like, "Ooh, I like your new denim shirt." Uh, but he is known for this. This is like for a Miller's classic, a classic uh, Jay's story. That uh, he was at an event and a lot of celebrities and everyone's saying hi and everyone's milling about. And of course, Jay Leno, everyone's been on his show. Everyone knows who he is. So this guy, an actor, obviously, walks up to him and goes, Jay, how's it going? How's, how's everything? And he goes, oh, everything's great. Thanks for asking. How's it going? And the guy goes, uh, well, I would love to you know, be on your show again. You're just great. I'm just such a fan. And he goes, oh, that's nice. What do you, what do, you do for a living? What do you, what do, you do? I'm Fred Stoller. He goes, <laughs> I'm Brad Pitt. He goes, uh, Jay, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm Willie Barsena. And, and Jay goes, Have I seen you in anything? Are you right? What, what are you doing with him? He goes, Jay, it's me, Kevin, Kevin Costner. What? <laughs> what? Totally didn't know Kevin Costner was. Waterworld, come on, man. You know that. me. He was dressed up as a postman. All the time. He does that a lot. And so when I see him out in LA, like in public, which I see him a lot, I never, ever say hi because it would absolutely crush me to the core if he was like, and you are. So I've never said hi to him out in public. I sat next to him when my friend did the Tonight Show. We went to go watch um, that movie that um, bomb with Ben Stiller, when they're superheroes. Oh. Mystery Men. Mystery Men. We had to watch that, and I, I liked and it. I sat next to Jay Leno while we were watching Mystery Men. Yeah. Because Greg Kinnear was going to be on the next night and promote this movie, so I guess he had to watch it. So we were all watching it, and we were eating pizza, and I was sitting next to Jay Leno, and his his chair was controlling the the volume and the control for the big screen. And then uh, we're having a good. We're watching a movie, and, so never, and then, um, man, people are trying to walk out of the movie, and Jay Leno's, hey, hey, if I have to suffer through this, so do you. 
<laughs> and then um, I went through the, I went out to use the restroom, and I came back, and I and I asked Jay, what what did I miss, Jay? Did I miss anything? He goes, No, nah, you didn't miss anything. <laughs> and then um, the guy from the band, the one that plays the, the the trumpet, he got up. He goes, I bet tomorrow you're gonna say, Oh yeah, great, can you? I really love this movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we're all just joking about mystery men, like everybody was there. I thought that was my. I don't What's remember it? Greg Kinnear and Mystery Men. Oh, he was that the, he was the mystery the, part. Yeah, he's the man. The bad guy. <laughs> I didn't oh, think it was that Hank bad. Azaria. I liked it. Janine Garofalo. Dane Cook was in it, man. He was Waffle Man. He was. He was Waffle Toaster Man. When they were auditioning um superheroes, he was Waffler Waffle I Man. I heard a good rumor that he had a he had a falling out. Oh, I should. Okay, well, now that's awkward. At the, <laughs> so at the Laugh Factory. Recently? No. I'm falling out with the Laugh Factory? He's Jamie. like he's like the Owner. side of the building. I just heard a story. He's always <laughs> I just on heard the a thing. story. I, mean, he, I thought he owned upstairs. Yeah, really? I heard he owned the he, billboard. They had, um, oh, God. I uh, thought he adopted Jamie Masada. Like, he, Jamie Masada's um, his son now. Judd Apatow <laughs> and Amy Schumer wanted to go on, and someone gave him the light, and, and he, that's what I heard. And then he cursed out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, but that's there's, there's no way. There's uh, no way. I heard. Okay, come on, you guys. You know, the funny thing is, the guy, I won't say, who told me this rumor was whispering it to me at Cantor's. Here I am blabbing it. Brother Woods? No. <laughs> Brother Woods! Um, I heard, this is true, that Dane Cook asks Al LaBelle's mother to wipe his ass <laughs> after he makes. No, I'm not kidding you. He'll deny it till the end of time, but right. it's true. It's so you're going to wipe it or what? You're going to wipe it? I heard that one time Dave Cook bumped Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby Jesus. Got to do this. <laughs> That's funny. We're gonna Sorry, cut this bro. Off anyway. Can I tell you my real, my real <laughs> you ever bumped, You ever been bumped by a but big comedian? I was comedian? bumped by Dane at the Laugh Factory. Hey. I had just had my um, my first kid, right? I think they say my first kiss. I had my first kiss uh, <laughs> and when I was um, had my first kid. The doctor kissed me. Um, he he uh, went up. Uh, you know, he's not on the lineup. Whatever, I get it, and it happens. You got, when but, you were first doing comedy. But I no no no. My first kids. This was like you know four and a half years ago, oh. four years ago. And um, I don't. You know how titties work when they're lactating. We're, we've already discussed that. So I just wanted to get up. They're wet. You know. Do my spot and go so With that I could. T-shirt. Yeah, that's and that's exactly what started happening. And they go, look, Dane's gonna go. Was, was and I somebody go, crying next go, to you? No, her please. titties are crying, dog. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what happens. Um, Al LaBelle's mom will never. She'll never even <laughs> wipe up this entire mess that happens when you start going through your shirt, right? And I just wanted to get up and do my spot. He went up and did like forty-five minutes, and I had to go into the bathroom and start hand expressing. Wow! Like masturbating my tits. To take the milk out, to huh? Take the milk out because Dave where was Cook, I? Exactly. <laughs> I could have had a professional help me. I could have got a baby. I could have got a bottle of water and helped you out. Remember Jim Carrey in uh, Was it Me Myself and yes. Irene? That was such a funny. Oh my god, that movie was actually really funny. Fucking but he hilarious. started breastfeeding, and it was amazing. I I, I was and the chicken up the ass. So oh, many funny, man. so many funny things in that movie. When he, when he dumped the little kids, the little girl's face in a fountain. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. They do good movies, man. I wish I lived over there in Providence, and I'd probably be in one of their movies. 
I live in L.A. over here. I'll probably end up being yeah. in Blood In, Blood Out 3. There's, there's, there's <laughs> no work in L.A., you're right. So you're pregnant yeah, again, and you're doing a one-hour special. I'm doing a one-hour special pregnant, which pregnant. I don't think has ever That's been wild. done. That's badass. No, has never been done, right? That is amazing. Yeah, I'll be no. uh, down in Orange County. I wanted to do it in Orange County because I, I did my half-hour special for Showtime here in L.A., and it Where was great. Uh, the Ray? The, uh, the El Portal. In North okay. Hollywood, yeah, nice theater. It's beautiful, but you get like all the LA people. You get all the everyone's in the industry. And I'm a writer. And I'm a director. And I'm a comic. I, I do hate craft that. service. And, in my card. Yeah, and I wanted just to I also do saw it weed, by in the way. a place. <laughs> I wanted to do it in a place where there were a lot of just and, uh, family people and married and kids. And so we're doing it down. People in who want to watch the County. show. Yeah, May 10th on Mother's Day. Get this: the venue that was the only day they had available. Where, where's the show going to be at? The Coach House in San Juan Capistrano, May 10th. That's a badass place. Isn't I've been it? There. I Crazy. took a formula back in the day and with the guy named Clyde. I don't know if he still works there. I don't know. I don't know Clyde. Oh, no. Yes. I do know who Clyde is. Yes. He used to book, put the coach house there and the coach house in Santa Barbara and right. the Galaxy Theater in Santa Ana. Well, it's a great It is space, great. And I'm really excited. Cowboy bar, but yeah. It is. It's like a honky-tonk saloon. It's crazy looking. Yes. But the It's like a miniature house of blues, what it is. When, you, when you're on the outside, though, it's in this industrial park, and it looks like, and there's nothing around. There's no sign. There's no lights. You think, I'm gonna about, I'm about to go into this building and get like some sort of human trafficking scam. You know what I mean? Like, it's Yeah, there's still fields outside. You walk in. It's enormous. You don't even know how it could be that big from from the outside. It looks like they just like you know dub porn VHS. You know what I mean? It's like crazy looking. You go inside, beautiful space, and then the crowd. Something happens when the crowd is in there. They're very electric. They just they love it. They want to be there. It's not like a comedy club where people are a little bit more like uh, two drink minimum and this better be funny. They are there in it to win it. So I'm just thrilled that I'm shooting there and tickets still available. Very Still available because cool. it's huge. May 10, Coach House. So I want to keep us trying another webpage? Yeah. Well, you can go to the Coach House. Also, you can go to uh, funniesthousewives.com and uh, get tickets there. That's my, my promoter's website, and she's helping me promote. Funniesthousewives.com. And you're doing this with um, your own crowdfunding? Yes. Is there a crowdfunding webpage? Yes, you could sir. All go to? We're going to put the links all that on the podcast yeah. page. Too. Link it up. It's Tube Start. Tube Start. With all things comedy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're just right down here from the studio. Um, Tube Start, they help all things comedy do their their crowdfunding. And I'm on the homepage, so it's easy to find. And uh, I just got my biggest um, contribution today, which was $2,500. Thank you, Ella Bell's mom. <laughs> Thanks for that swipe. So I'm excited about that. What what made you do this on your own instead of going to like Showtime, Scott Montoya or somebody? Well, I did or that. Or Jay Masada or I, I Netflix. Did. Yeah. Um, well, that's the plan is to sell it to Netflix. But you know, you've done specials. And sometimes when you have zero creative control and you work so hard on this material, I've been doing this material for a while now because I wanted to save up. I know some comics out there are like, Desperate. every year I do a new special. I don't work that way. I want to make sure that these jokes are fine-tuned and they are the jokes I want to do. Not just, oh, a year is up. Ding, ding. Timer went off. Time to do a new special. So I didn't want to just hand it over because I did that with my half hour. I had zero creative control no editing no residuals if it's sold on itunes i don't get a penny i they they photoshopped my picture they gave me one boob what the fuck 
boob? Baby only needs one titty. What happened? Hey, my intro was, give it up for Philip Esparza. Oh, my God. For reals. And, and just, our it, logo came in at the end flipping. You know, I think when the artist, when the comedian has more creative control, you see a better finished product that really comes from the heart and all your passion is into it. And I do think that's the way that it's going to start going now. More comics are going to produce their own specials. And that is frightening to the comedian, but it's also exciting. I think the audience should be excited that that's the direction it's going. Yeah, I think I'm going to record my next one-hour special on all cell phones. Yeah, just everybody, a Samsung, an iPhone, a flip phone, one of those crickets that old people walk around with. <laughs> what are they called? Are they called crickets? Just like a big button the size of your head. <laughs> crickets. And it just has like a picture of a... Of a your hair is straight right now, but normally it's curly and wild like mine. Huh? Yeah. We're sisters. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and my chin hair is usually yeah. like yours too. It grows in a little so bit. So you're Jewish? Illegal immigrant Jewish, huh? No, I, I'm legal now. Oh, yeah. I wasn't legal when I got here, so I can relate. From Orale, Russia, right? La raza, que pasó? <laughs> so you're from Russia, right? Yeah, we weren't legal. So what are you stalling? All right, people. Okay. Hey, hey, but a fresh dollar over here, people. He'll be here all week, you know? So you came here right, from Russia to live in America We as, were as technically refugees, yeah. Oh, wow. When it was for the USSR? We, yes. It was the Soviet History major Union. over here. What's I going know. on? I <laughs> know. You look too young to know what the USSR was, <laughs> but it was, and we, uh, that's why we need stronger borders, because these fucking Soviet Jews, you know, they just come into our country, taking away our comedy specials from Americans. <laughs> and how'd you get over? Did you guys get over here on a lottery or something, or you guys fled, or what? Um, so we had to, from the Ukraine, where I was born, we had to go to Austria, and then from Austria, they give you like some paperwork and a pack of cigarettes. And then we went to Italy, <laughs> and, we, and we lived in Italy. But you can't I, I leave. Fags. You can't leave with any money. So my dad and my mom brought all these things to sell. So um, they bought like they brought cigars. They they brought edibles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they brought like cigars and stuff to like sell. Baby it, wipes. When we got to Italy, I wish we had baby wipes, and uh, that way they could like eat. And there was um, you could get to get sponsored to come to the states. So someone in New Haven, Connecticut. This is true. This synagogue or this temple in New Haven, Connecticut needed Jews. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. They were like, "You guys, we need some Jews around here." So they you sponsored us. You guys were the first round draft pick. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were in the newspaper in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh my god! We still have the clipping where it's like the Jews are here. And <laughs> a star is born. They gave we us. We got voting power. Yeah, they gave us a, a place to stay and awesome. a car, and my parents got jobs. So yeah, it was. Uh, Can it's Jews crazy. get everything? I know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. you wow, know. that's a struggle, man. Because that, wow. They and, just you know, sponsored you guys. And obviously, my parents didn't speak English. I had to go to night school, and I didn't speak English yet either. How old were you when they brought you? Um, I was two. Yeah, so a Russian, you know. Just so you, so I was you sponsored in, you by Haritos. New Haven? <laughs> New Haven just for two years. Gamesa cookies, dog. And it was too cold. <laughs> my parents were like, we left Russia uh -huh. because we don't want winter. Right, so right. we went to <gasps> San Francisco. And that's where I grew up from four years till, you know, boom. What'd my parents are still there. What did your dad do to make a living, man? My dad's a plumber. Time. A plumber? Yeah. He's, he's like, you know, ass crack and everything. He's the real deal. 
So he was a plumber. You're a typical Russian plumber. He, I'm not kidding you. Have tucked you ever in had his, Tucked in his shirt all the time? Yeah, he'd come over and be like, you have to get snake. That was, he just, <laughs> he just snaked everything, no matter what the problem was. Oh, it's snake for you. But it's uh, the sprinkler system. I snake your sprinklers. <laughs> he would just snake I snake everything. it. Everything People love that. Snake. I only wanted one of those snakes, man. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was my whole childhood. I would, that's that $50, but you should put a snake in. Yeah, but you have no snake. He would snake the toilet and the sinks and the, I mean, Fucking everything. snake it. I, if I got in trouble. Too, but that's a, is that I, in your bed, the I snake? No. That's hilarious, I came man. home after curfew. I got snaked. <laughs> <laughs> I give you snake. You know you have curfew. My favorite superhero is Dr. Dr. Octavian because he has eight snakes. Eight snakes. <laughs> it's all about the snake, the plumber and the snake. But back then, back then when a plumber had a snake, that was like the, the you know, shit, you make more money. Nobody else had a snake. Oh. They having a, a, they having a snow plow. Hell snow. yeah, dude. Yeah, he was. Uh, he did well. He got robbed a couple times. You know, typical immigrant he stuff. He got <laughs> snake, snake. Got snake. But uh, that was, you know. Because, yeah, brothers. Um, I did. I did. Should we talk? Should we want to bring the show down? You want to bring? Should we light a puppy? Let's light a puppy on fire next. We got bit by a snake. Let's get. <laughs> let's get. Let's get some kittens I'm and kick the what kittens. Happened. You got wiped to death. So no. my brother, uh, 38, heart attack, fell over, was sitting on a couch, and then just fell over, and that was it. Like gone right. within seconds. Damn. Moments. I know. I wish I had a better story. Was he sick or anything? You know, I, I don't know, because so many dudes don't really talk about like oh I have a pain or I have a thing or I couldn't breathe or whatever guys are like men should have pains that last dad was a motherfucker (laughs) yeah guys are like whatever I'll rub one out I'll feel better yeah my friend Gabby man my friend Gabby we were playing we were drinking 40 ounces one day we were smoking joints we were laughing we were fucking breaking bottles we were breaking windows next door to somebody's house the works and the next day he fell asleep man and he just didn't wake up no more like he had a brain hemorrhage in the middle of the what? night. What? And just disappeared. That's right? a and trip, I'm the, right? That was the last guy he saw. Mm. And I got blamed for all those windows. But <laughs> I couldn't even say it was that dead motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that dead guy though. broke those windows. Do you know when comedians die and everyone shows up and goes to like awake at the improv or the comedy store or whatever, what drives me crazy is the comics that you're like, you never hung out with that person. Right. But they like, they go up and Get talk about them. They're like, oh man, I remember we were on the road once. And you know, it's like you made up a story. You were never on the road with Robin Williams, ever, ever. <laughs> Not once. I know, man. Like when Freddie Soto died, everybody was over there, man. And I remember Freddie and I were good friends, and uh, I taught him all the jokes he ever knew. And yeah, like they just I gave him his first break. Yeah, like there was actually comedians there with their shirts off, ready to fight. Like very, they were getting very hostile. It turned very hostile, and that's why they didn't go. And then somebody told me what happened, man. Oh man, those comedians are arguing and. Some other comedian took his shirt off. He was walking around with no shirt off, you know, all like trying to fight somebody. That's it. I'm out of there. Well, I mean, I think that's what Freddie would have wanted, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People with no shirts fighting. Oh, when Marilyn Martinez died, that one comedian, she took all her clothes off. Who? And, and, and Ludovica. Her, Ludovica oh, looked, yeah. took all her clothes off and read a eulogy butt naked. That's that's what Marilyn. You know how Marilyn liked to be naked. And, and then Joe Coco Diaz during the yeah. eulogy, he threatened somebody's life. Why? <laughs> what? Let, let me tell you, cocksucker. If I see you by the end of my fucking speech, I'm a fucking choking motherfucker. 
Keep fucking laughing. Keep laughing, motherfucker. I should throw a fucking chair at you, bro. Why? Why was he laughing? I don't know, man. It was serious, man. Wow. <clears throat> well, those people touched a lot of comedians. You know, Marilyn was my best friend. And then, um, <laughs> and this is me, man. And me, I, I couldn't be there, man. So I had a comedian read my eulogy. <laughs> and I had a, and I, in parentheses, on one of the speeches, you're going to want to pause after this one because it might get an applause break. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, my, my, my uh, eulogy started off with, I know a lot of us here at this wake, a lot of comedians wish this person that passed away would have been somebody who, who's actually headlining every improv oh, than someone who would have a chance <laughs> to move up in the ladder. You know, uh, Scott Kennedy, did you ever know Scott? Yes. Yeah, he also fell asleep in his... I, I don't know I mean, personally, but I know they wore Raider jerseys. Yes, he did. Yes. Was that okay with you? All right. Because I'm a Raiders fan. You're a Ra- My husband is a Raiders fan. How can you be a Raiders fan? He's the awesome guy. You know what, man? That's it, man. It could have been one of us. Or one of us. You would have married, man. Cause we're all Raiders fans. <laughs> My question is, owner. how can you not be a Raider fan? You know? I don't know. I grew up in San Francisco, <laughs> so I was always Niners. My husband's from L.A. There's no more Rams, but he's also Latino. Is it just a Latino thing? Your husband's Latino. He's Puerto Rican. Orale. All right, so. eh? Oh yeah, yes. man. When he My sees favorite the, word when he in sees, Spanish. When he sees Captain America, he, he don't get it. Like, why is he wearing a Puerto Rican flag when he's wearing <laughs> Captain America? <laughs> but you know, when, Capitan I, America. when I first heard the word sacapuntas, I thought that someone was trying to murder me. What does that mean? What? Pencil sharpener. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. But doesn't Sac- it sound like fucking you're just going to stab somebody? Sacapuntas. Sacapunta. It sounds so See, There's aggressive. a lot of Spanish words I don't know yet. Because a lot of things I don't, I don't, I just point at them. Um, ¿Qué es esto? Casa. Mi, <laughs> mi lápiz necesita filo. And then my mom will get a knife. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother used to sharpen them with a knife too. Wait, but you speak Spanish? Yes, I do. Okay, so how do you not know sacapuntas? Because we didn't, we didn't have no sharpener in our house. We don't <laughs> need one. Let me tell you one thing that I had to do. Uh, I was uh, at a Mexican restaurant and they only spoke Spanish. You know, it was a good one. It was quality. And my kid has the peanut allergy, so I didn't know how to say peanuts, but all I remember is it sounds like waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so I said, uh, and, and it's the, I was like, tienes, like tienes is not the right way, but I was like, uh, waka, waka, waka. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? She said caca on the top of part. What is, how do you say? Oh, cacahuates. Cacahuacahuaca. I really, I could have killed my kid. Cacahuate. <laughs> She's like, no, there's no waka waka in here. And I was like, all right, muchas gracias. I said, es verdad, ustedes. I was polite. I was respectful. That must be tough to have a kid with a peanut or peanut allergy because there's peanuts everywhere. Everywhere. And it sucks because You don't even know what to have peanuts. Is that bad? What happens to him when he, if he... Gets near peanuts. He gets very racist. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Just n word constantly. And it's like, what happened? I'm so, he had a Negotiate Snickers. Negotiate again. He had a Snickers. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, we don't know, <laughs> honestly. I was on the road. Um, I did a gig. I flew home on the flight. Just, you know, had some peanuts, right? I get home. 
right away from the airport and I, he was like six months old and I just started kissing him all over. It was a one-nighter but I was like missing him so much and I kissed him, kissed him, kissed him and his face started to get these big red splotches just from me kissing him. So I was like, oh shit, this is the waka waka. You must have had a jiffy. I, and I, I immediately um, you know, I checked up and, and my pediatrician was like, yeah, you got to go get him like allergy tested. And he came back with the, the allergy test. It's off the charts. Like it's so high that like literally the doctor had to write on the side of the paper. He's like, don't yeah. even say the word peanuts. Don't even say wow. huaca. How do you say it again? Huaca? Caca waka. Caca waka. This makes shit and wate. Caca wate. Caca wate. There's a lot of that shit going on with kids at school. What's now they have happening? like a peanut, uh, nut-friendly schools and stuff. They don't even have any We never of had this as a kid. And I seriously, I want to get behind. I want people to literally think, like, what can we do? We got to figure this out. Because if now it's peanuts, and then in 20 years when our kids start having kids, everyone's going to be like, I'm allergic to water. Like it's going to get worse if we don't figure out what are we doing to food and and what's happening to our environment. I have a friend in Bush Escobar. He's a comedian from the Bay. He's allergic to avocados. What is he, he his, Latino? His, yes, his face will just blow up. Are you serious, man? You can't have no guacamole and chips. That's ridiculous. That that's like me being allergic to borscht or beatings. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I had in my childhood. What the fuck is borscht? I'm allergic to matzah soup and tamales. Borscht is beet soup. It's red. You've beet seen soup? it. It looks like murder. It's a red. I know beets are super red because I like you know I've eaten them in salads before, but damn. But it's a borscht that's just borscht. It's you a wonder beet why soup? it never caught on. Why are there Mexican <laughs> restaurants, Japanese restaurants, Chinese, re- Indian? There's never a Russian restaurant anywhere. You know why? Their food. Looks like murder. Borscht, man. Borscht that, is heavy. That's it's the thing from leaving Las Vegas. But I love it. Oh, my God. If you gave me borscht right now, I would Just sit beets? in it. It's beets. It's beef. You can do it with like a beef stock also. It's, there's potatoes in it. But it's just red. It's the color of death. And you can put sour cream in it. I don't do sour cream. It's like a Russian mob that. hit. It does. It really, it truly. <laughs> but I eat it. I love it. Borscht. So you're still doing your podcast? Podcast that your episode is yes. one of the favorites. I'm not kidding you. I always hear about yours. It's always in like the top five. People All are like, right. oh my God. And then I listen to that Felipe Sparza guy and he doesn't know how many kids he has. <laughs> 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 it's a parenting podcast. I talk to comics, <laughs> comics who have kids and we talk about how they cock block our careers. Have you had Ralphie May and Lana? On? I had Lana on. Ralphie, it's hard to. It's there hard you to, go. To tackle him down, literally, physically, oh, and literally, well, he'll do it on Twitter. But you can hardly yeah. get on him. <laughs> he will, he will text you a, a podcast. He's just always on the road. But Lana came in, and I, I've had great comics on. I mean, I'm just, I've, I'm so happy. I love it. It's my favorite thing to talk about is kids and comedy. Those are my two favorite. Th- I could go on forever about both those subjects. We had Passionate. our, we had our ten year old. Um, he introduced the podcast on our anniversary. Isaac Hayes. He was ten years old. He said, welcome to the What's Up Food podcast. Wait, Isaac Hayes, the actor? No, his name was Isaac <laughs> Wintringham, but I called him Isaac Hayes. Oh, day okay. One. <laughs> How so, old are Since day one, I think he was like three years old. I said, this guy's cool. Isaac Hayes. <laughs> this guy's cool. <laughs> How old are your kids now? They're old, man. They're old. <laughs> They're like in their 30s. Do you have kids? No, I don't have any children. No, no. So, he doesn't know kids. I'm good on he that. He has pets. <laughs> I got a pet rock. If I hear one more <laughs> chick in her late 40s talk about how her dog is her baby, I will kick her baby. <laughs> no, Your it's her dog, scene dog. No. <laughs> it's, I, 
I can't take it. I just can't take it. My dog is my baby, my fur baby. First of all, that's disrespectful to Armenians. Let's just start with that. Yeah. You can't call them fur my, babies. My friend, come on. But it's just, it drives me crazy. I don't know why. Maybe it's the hormones talking. I know, like, I follow some girls, you know, and um, I know they're single, and I know that um, <laughs> they ain't shit. You know, the relationship sucked, and their babies are two pet bulls. Yeah. And they're dressed like whores with their pet bulls <laughs> with little tiny shorts. And then they said, I'm pet bull lover. Pet bull. <laughs> hey. Proud pet bull owner. Okay, pet bull face. I, I love dogs. I, I do have too. nothing against dogs. But when you call them your children, like it's like my child. It's not. It's different. You can leave your dog alone all day long. Well, all day long. And just give him food out of a bowl. If I fed my kid food out of a bowl, I would get taken away. My kid would get taken away. I'd be in jail. And, and, and unless someone tells on you. Oh, they'll they tell you to pull. they tell you, can y'all put uh, my dog in your prayers because he just came off on a bed and um, yeah. he just took his lung out and put a new one in. I'll definitely think about your dog. <laughs> Absolutely. Give Absolutely. As I'm, you know, saving money for. Doing a crowdfunding yeah. to get my dog a liver. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw one like that to get a dog a yeah. liver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a sucker. I will. I'll contribute. I, I, I. It's hard for me to put money in because you know I needed braces when no, I was eight, and nobody helped me up, man. <laughs> my dad no just said. My dad just day. told me, "Don't eat candy." <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine your childhood if you grew up now. First of all, I would have I gotten, got that Atari 2600. You would have. I would have gotten hit less because <laughs> my dad, up? if he had, yes, my dad, if he had TiVo or a DVR that he could pause a football game <laughs> and I could, I could ask him a question without getting smacked. You couldn't, you couldn't walk in the room if the Niners were on or the San Francisco Giants or the San Jose Sharks or anybody, tennis, badminton, if there was swimming. It doesn't matter. If there was sports on, I came in, Pop, can I have a sandwich? Pow! Like, shut, I'm watching game. Go snake a sandwich. They couldn't interrupt him. And I, my, I would have a whole different life. I would be, I probably wouldn't be a comic if I didn't get hit so much. I know, huh? But if you could just be like, Xbox, pause. What's that, sweetheart? What would you like? You know what I mean? It's a whole different life. Let me tell you, what were you saying about getting an A for what? <laughs> a whole different So you life. saw producing your special? Yes. May 10th. 10th. Mother's Day. At the coach house in out at San Juan Capistrano where everybody swallows. I mean, sorry. <laughs> that's where all the swallows go to yeah. Capistrano. Yeah. Even a lot the, of birds. The Jewish girls. A lot of bird watching, huh? And Capistrano, fool. What does Capistrano mean? The swallows go there. What does it mean? No, Capistrano is the name of the first priest that settled uh, the, the land there and made it, started the mission. St. John? No, San Juan Capistrano. St. Yeah, John Capistrano. St. John Capistrano. Yeah. Nice. And, beautiful. Um, and for some reason, during, uh, for, uh, there's a legend that where well, their mission is a lot of those bird swallows, the swallows. Once a year, They right? come to Capistrano and they lay there and there's a lot of bird watchers. But the girls there also swallow. All right, people. I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> They're from so the what? National Audubon Society. And your podcast just moved to yeah. uh, Art Things Comedy Yay! Network. Hey, I sit right here and do my podcast. And what's the now. name of your podcast? It's just my name. Kira? Yeah. Soltanovich. Soltanovich. I remember one time we did a show in, at the Boston um, Comedy Festival. Yeah. And we were doing a show, you and me and Gabriel Iglesias. And we we're probably the only ones that got paid for that show, by the right. way. Right, yeah. And um, Paolo Francisco mispronounced your name. Yeah. On the, on the way out. He said, Soltanovich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the worst. People I've get that worse. a lot. 
Slower, I try. <laughs> I'm one guy, especially if it's a woman's name. I really go out of my way, man, to get it right. It's a woman's name? Why does it matter more? Because I don't want to fuck it up, you know? Yeah, <clears> then you lose chances of sleeping with that woman. Hell yeah. I don't want to say, what a dick. <laughs> he didn't even tr- put an effort. Uh, I've had someone omit every single vowel in my last name. And I don't understand how you just ignore every vowel, but this one guy brought me up. All right, you guys, coming up. It's Kira Salamanananananana. Itch. Some that people was, are just, how do you do that? Some people just want to know Dan, Andy, shit yeah. like that. They don't want to go, but, the, you know. But, I mean, look, just try it or ask me, and I will help you get hooked on phonics. Just come to me, and I will give you the tricks. It's very easy. It's soul, like let your soul glow, soul. Soul Tonovich. And then it's Tonovich, like like Aaron Brockovich or John Malkovich, <laughs> right? Those are names that we're used to saying. Everyone knows how to say John Malkovich, right? So you can say Soltanovich. So do you speak Russian? Yes, sir. Because uh, my, I think, Stoller, my, yeah, my father's parents were from Russia. It's vodka, Stoller. And they said Stoller <laughs> means carpenter in Russian. Is that true? Um, Maybe. Joke Smith. Yeah, stool just means table. Sorry. How about stool? But it doesn't sound like it's Russian. It sounds like it's more like uh, it comes from like a Yiddish thing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the old. So that's what someone said. It meant carpenter in Russian. Carpenter? But, but it was also stool. some Ellis stool. Island thing. Well, to make a stool, you have to be a carpenter. It means table. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm son of Sultan. You better recognize. You know, Ovich is, means son of, right? No. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ovich? Yeah. So you're son of the Sultan. Son of Sultan. I, 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 well, I wish I, I, you know, it doesn't, uh, to be more exotic, I'd like to say I'm Russian. Exotic. But, but it doesn't man. work. You know what? You, coats. you already exude so much. Exoticness. Yes. I don't need to use the Russian card. Yet. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Just that black t-shirt, What's the way you name? wear it. Fred Stollard. It's already. I don't D. Stollard. No, but, well, but uh, you know, uh, you you grew up in New York, right? Yeah, I'm, I, my grandparents, who I never met, came from Russia. Yeah, oh, they all so, did. Yeah, so many people came from all Russia. Right, I'm not, I have nothing unique. No, I'm no, nothing. you're unique. <laughs> you are like a snowflake. Yeah, there's no one like you. Fred. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In so, Russia. where you at next? This uh, week, where people come watch your people come oh, watch Kira Sotanovich. Yeah, where am I? I am. I'm. I'm all over because. Where I, do you know Angelo to, from? That's which Angelo? Sorukas. Sorukas. Oh, Angelo, we. Um, they were in a movie together here, man. I now. know. I watched it. It's great. I, uh, thank you. Fred and Vinny. Yeah. Fred and Vinny yes. on Netflix. Angelo people give me four stars. It's great. I was so proud of I Andrew when that came great. out. I forced people to watch that movie with me on the road. We uh, we if met. They want to smoke. <laughs> uh, we met um, in well, we met before South Africa, but that's where we really bonded. Was we did a month in South Africa. We did a comedy festival. Not with Al Lubell. No, he worked with no, Al Lubell and yeah. Jim Jeffries. No, this was like Ahmed Ahmed, Dean Edwards. Excuse me, myself <laughs> and Trevor Noah. That's where I met really? Trevor Noah. Yep. Now, now is he funny? What's the story? He is. Trevor's funny. He's really funny. He really, he really I know is. Nothing about him. Yeah, he is a star, a superstar, celebrity in South Africa. He's like Tarzan over there, huh? I'm talking billboards all over. Now, again, it's not a huge country, and there's there aren't many comedians, so it's very easy to right. You know, look at the United States. 
is what twenty he's times. He's bigger the than size apartheid over there. Of, <laughs> he's the epitome of apartheid. He's half black, half white, which was absolutely illegal. I mean, the fact that he was even made is. Uh, and you know what's so uncomfortable is that. You know, in the States, we're so trained to use political correct, you know, correctness when talking about African-Americans or black people or, you know, you, you know, we can't mm-hmm. even I can't even say United Negro College Fund without getting a little uncomfortable, even mm-hmm. though that's what it's called. Right. But just the words they call mixed people there colored. And it's so uncomfortable because that's just what you call them. It's not. He got There's a little no- Indian in him. <laughs> <laughs> he got that good hair. <laughs> He's five eighths Cherokee. But you know, it's like when they're like, "Yeah, that." Oh, you mean that colored guy? And you're like, "No, what are you saying? Don't do that." And they don't have any association with it, like we do in the states. He's high yellow. Um, what about when people say that uh, there's uh, um, African people that have like Aztec? Oh, right? that's a red bone. <laughs> <laughs> they're from the Mayate tribe. <laughs> But yeah, it was a great. That's when I really bonded with no, Ange. I saw you I at love his fiftieth birthday party. Oh yeah, Angelo. at Russell Peters' house. Oh, you were there. Jeez, were you there? Were you, were you there <laughs> at that house, Silicon Valley house? Wait, were you at <laughs> How a, is it? He invited amazing. me over. He had his own private beach. Amazing. Yeah, we had to. Uh, you had to park Malibu, your right? car, and then a uh, golf cart took you yeah. to the party. Oh yeah, yeah. And Roseanne was there. She was. Yes. And who's a judge on Last Comic Standing. Man. That's where they probably... I got invited to Ralphie May's um, kid's birthday party. Yeah. They I've never gone. made it, man. That bucket... But I, I started driving up. I said, well, there's a lot of cars on the way up this hill. There's a lot of cars. Oh, I've Hollywood done that hills. where I try to go to a party and I give up. I went all the way I up Fred Stoller and meant to be. there was... There's no uh, valet. There was no parking, and, and they had valet, and valet was parking the cars all Forget the way it. down the street. Yes. And he was jogging all the way back. You know, I, I said, I love you, Ralphie, man, but I'm out of here, man. Um, Me too, those. I, I can't even leave. I I, even I've I, given up on Beachwood Canyon parties. Oh, Beachwood Canyon is the worst. I thought we were. We were there by Wonderland, by Wonderland House. talking about trying to get parking. But the cool thing about Ralphie May and Lana's parties is that they live at the at this um, dead-end street. And the, it's all hard the neighbors, to get up there, man. All the neighbors are, like, totally cool. And they have, you know, petting zoo. And they have a pony rides. And it's in a bounce house. But in the middle of the street. They just closed down okay. the entire street. You yeah. mean for a party or always? Every day. Get out of here. That's everyday pony rides every no, day. That's oh, how I they deliver so the mail, Pony Express. <laughs> My wife and I, we were driving up to a Ralphie Mays and Lana's son's birthday party, and I kept seeing cars driving by. I almost hit cars on the way up. On the way up. Then I saw. I kept seeing guys running up behind me, and passing me up. And I say, well, this valley, this fucking park, this man is fucking horrible here. Could you ever live on those windy little streets? Hell no. Where you? it's one car never, at a time. Never, never. That, it makes me feel very claustrophobic. Never, you know, never. like it's beautiful and you have an amazing view and all those houses have character, etc. Me, I, 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 I hate to say it, but I love hearing the sound of a bus stop, bus <laughs> stopping outside because I know that I could run somewhere. Yeah, imagine you're in a hurry to get down to the bottom of the hill and you got to like go three miles an hour as you make the curves and one car's coming up and you have to park behind the other. Have you ever been stuck behind a um, a garbage truck going up one of those? Oh, I it's hate that. Done. It's d- turn around, go home. It's done. 
So you, man, you, you have been to a party where you just said, fuck this, I'm leaving? Hell no, I was going to the party for the food, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I like to get to the party, and if it's whack, then I'll leave. But, I mean, I've never been in an instance where there's a grip of cars and all that shit. All right, people, if you guys are listening right now, here's the plugs, man. Next week, I'll be at the Miami at Homefields Comedy Club, April 23rd to 25th. Las Vegas, I'll be there with Rodrigo Torres. Yay. Yeah, man. Flaco, backstage barler billiards, May 1st and 2nd. Mayweather fight, Pacquiao weekend. Tempe, Arizona at the Improv, May 7th through 10th. Chicago at Joe's Bar, May 16th through 17th. Funny thing yesterday happened. Riddick heavyweight champion, Riddick Bull. I was Bull, tripping on that shit, dude. He, put, he tweeted, I will tweet any small business wow. on, my, on my page for $20. Just put $20 on my pen pal. He has six five 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 hundred forty thousand followers on Twitter. I sent him twenty dollars. He tweeted, "Forget the Manny Pac, forget Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather. Come watch Felipe Esparza do his thing at Billiards in Las Vegas." Wow! And then I sent him another twenty dollars, and he tweeted, "Yo, what's up, Truly Comedy eighty four <laughs> Chapel? I thought you were gonna be at the anniversary." I like the hashtag dick. If you got read, some people put in $20 just to hate on their friends. <laughs> dick, I was thinking, it's like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Riddick Bow, dog? Riddick Bow, baby. Bow knows. I'm gonna, can, I, can I promote my crowdfunding? Yes. Yeah, Are you just serious? Just put $20 on his pen, he'll, he'll tweet it immediately. I am going to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. It might have just been yesterday, though. It might, I don't know if it was just yesterday, but it was, it, it, it was on a... Huffington Press even put it out, huh? Yeah, but as soon as he put it out, I was the first one that kind of saw it, and I sent him $20. That is genius. Genius, I right? I love that, yeah. Why not? He must have made at least $20,000. Jeez. In like oh an my hour. God. Well, what if I lower my, what if I say, hey, give me a buck, and uh, I'll tweet something for you? Is that, what do you think that would uh, I think people would do that. I think that would be part of, the, that should be part of the prize for crowdfunding, that, if they pitch in $100, that you will tweet for them for a month every day. Okay, hold on. Settle down. I got shit to do. All right, then, man. <laughs> I'm making a person inside man, of If me. I do a crowdfunding for my special, man, I'm going to be like, for for like $500, you can hang out with me for two hours, and I'll just make fun of you for two hours. Do you know what Rodrigo my- Rodrigo will laugh in your ear. My biggest perk is for $25,000, uh, I will let you cut the cord when this baby is born. Ooh. <laughs> for 20 I'll let you name the baby. How about for fucking $200? Let us drink baby milk. <laughs> <laughs> for 20 I just had that a mad is, twisted thought. But I was that like, is nah. genius. No, tell me, what is it? This might be a good idea. <laughs> but there's freaks out there, man, like, <laughs> yeah, who just like pregnant women. Bro, tell me about that pregnant chick we saw one time at that show in Santa Maria, dog. That was days ago, man. That was the hottest pregnant chick in the in the world, dude. What's hot about pregnant I don't know. chicks? She was just she hot. was just like this chick who little overalls on and shit. I'll just like dude. she had one of those '70s mid cut covering her boobs, and her stomach was sticking out the sides, all super mom style. Like I'm gonna be a good mom, and then, and then she was she was tall. And then she was you no, know, she was just happy, man. She wasn't drinking nothing. Her man wasn't drinking. It was cool. She I, just looks sexy, man. I, she looks like a chick that walk, walk around barefoot and still look hot. Can I show you? I know that picture. Like she washes her our, my clothes in the water outside in the she river. She's naturally be- beautiful. Like an Aztec warrior. 
So I know that pictures aren't good for podcasts, but I was trying to like, all right, I got to do something to promote this special. So is this picture doing anything for you? Okay, I guess the answer is no. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to, I put on a cape and I have some superhero stuff going on. Yeah, tight. (laughs) I don't want to be a sexy mom though, but I want to like take advantage and promote and do something different. Yeah, but yeah, I just... Give, add, add yeah, more color he, to the stomach. Add more what? Add more, maybe add, add like a superhero tight, not a black one, so it could look more colorful. Oh, so like red and white and blue? Yeah. <laughs> like a the super Puerto model. Rican flag? Yeah. Right, I'll, be, I'll be the Puerto Rican flag. Sell, sell ad space on my stomach? Yes! Perfect! Perfect! That's hilarious. Oh my god, who would buy my belly? A lot of motherfuckers. A belly billboard. We will. I will buy, I will pay Felipe's world to put my stomach. I'll put Felipe's world on my stomach. Yeah, the globe. Oh, me holding the globe like this, like my special. Okay. Like this. Yes. I don't have it. All right. How much? So what's up? Whatever Twenty you bucks. Need. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Whatever I but need. Jigga, what you got going on next? Any one-hour man, one-man shows? <laughs> My bedroom. What? Uh, <laughs> so one-man show would just be you masturbating? Yeah, there. Just we go. one man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one man. One man, one hand. <laughs> so give uh, a shout Washington. out to give a shout out to anybody that was at your show. No, uh, shout out to everybody that came out to the show on uh, April 11th at the Ice House. Man, shout out to the performers, uh, Vegan Food Chair. Uh, Elizabeth Kelly, all you guys, thank you very much for coming out. Mondo, Pops, Gracie, and uh, Jay London. It was nice. awesome. Thank shout you. out to the Ice House. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That fool was fucking funny, though. I'll be at Flappers. Flappers? Yeah, April 24th and 25th, Burbank. You know that new, they're filming a lot of half hour specials now, they're for Comedy Central now. Yeah, at Flappers. Flappers. At yeah. Flappers. For a new way to cut costs on the theaters and b- brush them all off. Yeah. That's a good idea, man. Everybody's going small, man. What was that woman who did her, her special in front of her mom and her mom Maria and dad? Bamford. Genius. In the living room yeah. or some shit? Genius. Yeah. yeah. She's really funny, too. They're waiting for you, Fred. Flappers, as they say, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. So what's up, fool? Follow me mm. at felipesworld.com. Help help us um, get more um, ratings on iTunes. Subscribe to the show. Tell us um, what's your favorite part of the show. What's your favorite worst part of the show? <laughs> and follow um, Kira Stotalovich on her show. It's an all things comedy. Stotalovich, right? Very close. Stotanovich. I think you. You know what Stoller, it is? Stoller I, I put an S T in your. Yeah, I've always put an S T in front of your name. My bad. Stoltanovich. That's okay. <laughs> All the time. Like, you, you know you're how you're I so feel nice, man. You. you never corrected me. That was so I, sweet. Because you know how I feel about you on a cellular oh, level. Man. Mikey Flint. Rodrigo Torres Jr. Twitter. Follow her her um her um mommy podcast at All Things Comedy Kira Soltanovich. That was nice of you, man. I've always put the S T in front of your name and you never corrected me. I told you. St- you I special, always said special place in my Stoltanovich. Even in front of a big crowd, I will yell your name all happy. Kira Stoltanovich <laughs> What a fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> But I think people that are dicks are always trying to correct people. It's this and this. It's like, relax. Oh, just people who purposely say your name wrong and I wasn't in one of them. No, no, no. You didn't you never do things. it on purpose. Like, they used to call me Batman in the neighborhood and this fucking piece of shit used to call me Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to fuck him up. Role, no, really. I, there's like somebody that, kind of, that I know that like when I was a kid, I know that this kid was like badass, okay? But then we got older I'm fucking 20 years old now, motherfucker. I'm a man. Whatever. 
Like, I'm fucking six one, man. I'm 190 pounds, 200. I'm in my prime, bro. I'm like Holyfield. I'll knock your ass out. For I'll hit you in front of you while you're holding your baby. That kind of attitude, you know. <laughs> you know, but this girl coming fat. And then, then, I, then I told him it's Batman. And they go, I know, man, but I like calling you Fat Man. But to this day, like even when he hits me up on Facebook, you remember me? Nah, I don't remember you, motherfucker. <laughs> for that, motherfucker. I was doing a fucking fucking ass up, man. Fuck it, dog. Almost had him, dog. <laughs> What's up, Fred? What you got next? When is the podcast launching? Wow, What's well, shit dropping, this, Fred? this studio, I'm having so much fun with Mike and Aaron and everything. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have one called the Mild Adventures of Fred Stoller. Mm. And I, I, I'm going to stockpile a few so I don't have anxiety if you can't find anyone. You know, and uh, Lisa's going to help me. I'm going to come over or show me how you do the thing where you summarize it. What's that page you got to do? Yeah. Lisa Esparza, a producer of our podcast of What's Up Fools. She yes, came all dressed I should up. introduce her. Did you take his last name? Oh, oh I love that. That means she's in it to win it. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. She's in it to win it. Because no one wants to stand on that social security line twice. Twice, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I'm enjoying the ones we've done. So, uh, will you come back for mine, please? Oh, I'm busy. All right. <laughs> Did you see that thing with Ari Shafir where he got into a fight with Stern? And, and Stern says, maybe we should have him on, you know. And, and so, so Ari goes, no, thank you, Howard. I'm too busy. But you could go on mine. You saw that whole thing? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. free press. Wow. Yeah. And then he got into another controversy. Yeah. Another one with who? Uh, he, he, t- he did a bit about an annoying woman with one arm and said how she smells and she's annoying and named her name. Yes. Yeah. And, and then she, she did a whole thing. He got more I wonder press. which one was it. So is he going to come out on top, you think, with that? Even though that was, um, I thought, a little bit douchey to do? I don't know. He seems like the type where you say, hey, that's douchey. Well, fuck her. You know, um, <laughs> I met him twice and he's been very nice to me. Well, you have two arms. Yeah. <laughs> but if you judge him by those two things, you know. You're an so, army of know. one. Do you know him? Is that... I mean, yeah, definitely. I've been. So is he? Is he a good guy, or is he the guy that? He's always been great with, with me, arm. man. Everywhere I go, man, this always had, this always an envelope for me. But he something was very, good very comes nice. Out of the other hand, you know, he's I get very nice out of to it. me, but I'm not going to get him mad. Whether it's a nug, I'm afraid of him. Don't get him mad. Don't get him angry. Yeah. How did I? Why did I bring that up? I don't know. The Jew thing. Russia. The one arm girl. With, with a girl. Al Lubell's ass. This is a fun game. Why did I bring him up? I don't know. But uh, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? Felipe Esparza. Thank you for Voodoo Glow Schools for the song. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Keep skipping the beach You're not close enough So that space between You and me Let's lose it The way you're dancing Swaying to the music Girl, that body And how you move it Every time you cross my mind Girl, I lose it Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist Okay With Amazon Music A voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today